Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the October 13th edition of the PFF Forecast. We've got some new digs in here. I think um, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, we went from being six feet apart at all times to now being now six Now you know inches. COVID's over. We Social not, distancing. I literally haven't reached. been this close to you since your Chiefs beat my Niners in the Super And I got to say that uh, after the Bucks you know, ended the Chiefs dynasty, I'm not now being tormented. Tormented. Yeah, yeah. tormented uh, in the same way that maybe I was blowing a 10-point lead. I don't think so. You're not going to get that from me. We are going to go over the entire slate. We're going to pick our lock of the week. It's going to be a great podcast. Let's rock. There are a lot of things that we could like open up with. I know that you have a tweet in mind that you really are excited about. So why don't I let you go with that? Uh, our friend Daniel Jeremiah, yeah, uh, said. Let me let me make sure I get the diction right here. Um, someone in the NFL asked me this question, and I'll pass it along here. How many teams would trade their first round pick for Justin Tucker? Uh, how many teams would versus how many teams should? I mean. How many? The, how many do you think? How many teams do you think said they would? Would the 2019 Bears have done it? Okay, if we had to power rank <laughs> the, teams. the teams most likely, yeah, to trade a first round pick for Justin. How do you think Tucker, this came up? Do you think it came up because the Jags are literally 0 for five kicking field goals this year? No, I think it came up. The way it came up is this last week, so many kickers missed field goals. We had mm. missed extra points. People were like, you know what? You know what the most valuable position in football is? Yeah. A kicker brutal. that doesn't miss. Can we go through the game? Like, did the, how many games actually hinged? So I guess Indianapolis lost because their kicker missed. By the way, the fact that I stay in the shot is amazing. Yeah. I know. I'll lead back. Fat yeah. Joe in here. Fat. Um, so I guess how many teams actually lost because their kicker? I guess the Bengals would have won. I mean, there was a fair amount of of, yeah. of wins that changed hands because of kickers right. this week. Or feet, so, okay. So then if you had to pick the most likely team to trade a first-round pick for Justin Tucker, who would it be? Well, I mean, the Jags already used a, a first-round draft pick on a running back twice in the last four years. So they're, okay. they're number one. Um, Joe Judge's Giants have to be up there. Okay. You know football guy i think that's fair the crazy thing is probably the last team so i'll start i'll go back to 32 
the last team to trade a first round pick for Justin Tucker is probably the team that owns Justin Tucker's rights currently, which is the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I would say um, I'd say it's interestingly, it should be the Chargers because the Chargers don't kick field goals anymore yeah, yeah. and they've learned their lesson. Yeah. Would they would they be uh, more inclined to kick field goals with Justin Tucker and therefore be less of an intelligent uh, team? P- perhaps the Browns are Maybe. certainly up there as well. Yeah. Um, I would say the team, I think you power rank them pretty accurately. I'll give you a couple more. I think that the Cincinnati Bengals, our Cincinnati Bengals, would think long and hard about trading a first-round pick for uh, Jess Tucker. They're a, f- they're a field goal kicker away from dethroning... From being 4-1. and one. Yeah, from dethroning yeah. the Green Bay Packers at home. Um, okay, that was great. Uh, I don't know if there's anything really worth talking about from... A Niners pers- or sorry, from a Raiders perspective here, we're not going to opine on how terrible John Gruden's stuff was because <laughs> it was terrible. There's I, also the inconsistencies of how Tampa Bay has acted. You know, there's like, a lot. All there's that lot. stuff is probably not uh, worth talking about. It, it's it, it's not why you come to this podcast. Yeah. The only thing that I will say is if you are enraged about it and you are pissed off, like yeah. you should be, um, I, I think it's really a great opportunity to put your money where your mouth is. Um, the Trevor Project is an awesome thing that the NFL has partnered with. Um, it's something that Carl Nassib has talked about before. Um, they're trying to help um, young members of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, they, they certainly are not out of the woods. And so go make a donation there. There's plenty of other places to make donations to, depending on where you feel most strongly um, needs it. The, uh, the PFF forecast supports people who in marginalized communities. Let's yes. just say that. Yes, uh, we want to be on the right side of history. Uh, if you go to my if you go to my uh, Twitter, uh, my pinned tweet are the places that I consistently donate to. So there should be something there for everybody. Are you ready for week six? I'm ready, man. We already had a college football green line swept the side in total in yesterday's Appalachian State yes. Louisiana Lafayette game. But the NFL is where the games are. This is very true. Um, Okay, so let's start with uh, Thursday night because I do want to talk about this one a little bit. Philadelphia at home, getting seven, total 52 and a half. Um, Tom Brady, injured thumb. Does that concern you? Is it like the same injured thumb, the NFC Championship? That's what I'm going back to. Against the Jags in 2000. Yeah, because remember we bet on Brady in that game. And and they did not cover. Did not cover. The uh, they would go on to face the Eagles uh, after that win. Um, man, I here's the underrated aspect of this, but this is why I'm probably going to advise either to lay it with Tampa Bay. Both of these quarterbacks have a higher passer rating when pressured than when clean. Um, Brady's 109.3 mm-hmm. pressure, Jalen Hurts is 95.9 pressure. Brady 108 when clean, you know, 92 for Hertz. Um, Philadelphia's negative expected points running and passing this year, despite having 60 full minutes against the Chiefs defense. Uh, to his uh, to his credit, um, I think that Carolina or sorry, Carolina's you know loss to them was more mm-hmm. of a Carolina loss than a Philly Great. win. I think Philadelphia is getting way too much respect as sort of this plucky team. And so there might be opportunity here with Tampa Bay. Um, you know, I think I think I, I just think Tampa Bay outclasses them here. They are they are injured, but it's not like the 
Eagles are not completely banged up to to you know to detriment as well. Yeah, injuries by the way for Tampa Bay. Rob Gronkowski is still out. Carlton Davis is on IR. Anton Winfield out with a concussion. Levante David out. Um, Ryan Jensen hip questionable. Scotty Miller IR. Jason Pierre-Paul still questionable with a shoulder. I am so there are a couple ways that I'm thinking about this game. The first is okay, Brady short rest finger. They can beat this team running the ball. That's got to be the thought with Tampa Bay. Total 52 and a half. I mean, yeah. I don't like unders. I'm just saying 52 and a half is a lot I of I mean, points. the last time Philadelphia played a, a great offense, Kansas City scored every single time they had True. the ball except for a random The great Kansas City Chiefs. And the Chiefs did, and then the Chiefs followed that up by playing mm-hmm. a bad offensive game against Yeah, Buffalo. that's fair. So like I I can't advise an under here, even though I think numerically it makes a little bit of sense. Tampa mm-hmm. Bay's defense is really good, um, but they are banged up. I I think the only thing you can bet here is Tampa Bay um, or nothing. Okay. And I, I would like to keep the Tampa Bay teaser leg on the table. Tampa Bay teaser leg is... Because here's the thing. We got last week, our lock of the week was a great bet. I thought so. It too. was the Seattle Seahawks teased to eight and a half with the Cleveland Browns teased to eight. And the Seahawks had it. Well, Even with Geno Smith, Well, not only that, they we were one it. point away from both legs covering the tees, but not the original line. Yes. Like that was, you know, the, the, the Browns did not cover the spread, but they covered the teaser. And Seattle... I've, I've already hung a banner in my apartment for great bet that yeah, lost, yeah, yeah, okay? Yeah, for sure. For so sure. I, hopefully you guys join me in that. But we need we, to come back. We need to come back. So I'm keeping the Tampa Bay teaser leg on the table. Before we get to the rest of the slate, though, I have a special gift for our listeners. Oh. 25% off. 25% off any subscription with the promo code FORECAST. F-O-R-E-C-A-S-T. You can share it with your friends. They can become a part of the group as well. 25% is no joke, okay? It's a fourth of the total price. And if the reason it's 25%, by the way, I thought about all the people that like to bet. Our gambling tools are not cheap. So an elite subscription, you can get it for 25% off. That's an amazing deal. Full 50 bucks off for an entire year. You get the player props tool, which we absolutely adore. It's so profitable. The betting dashboards for spreads, totals, money lines, the DFS optimizer, plus all the premium content and fantasy rankings and projections that you need that I need every single week to confuse myself about my fantasy team. So promo code forecast, F-O-R-E. C-A-S-T for 25% off any sub. Share it with your friends. Make it happen. Okay. Where would you like to go next? Okay. This is a stinker. Oh. But I like it. Okay. That's not surprising. Minnesota Vikings at Carolina Panthers over 46. I I don't like it. Okay. I love it. The, the Both offensive lines are <laughs> terrible. Um, which is a concern. I think the Vikings offensive line is getting better. Darishaw played a, a decent amount of the game on Sunday, played well. Um, Carolina is sort of like, you know, they still have Cameron Irving in there. The Vikings pass rush has been okay from the edges, especially with Danelle Hunter. I think both secondaries are haveable. I think both sets of wide receivers on this game very good. are very good. This is a receiver play. Yeah, this is a receiver play. This is a wide-open targets play. This is a... Um, this is a Minnesota Vikings have only scored like one or two touchdowns in the second half of mm-hmm. games. They've addressed that this week. Everybody's yeah. pointing it out to them. 
I I like 46 as the total here. Kirk Cousins still uh, 89.4 PFF grade. Yeah. Like he is playing really, really, really well. And the Sam Darnold thing, while the shine has come off, I think there's a little bit of a misnomer that the Minnesota Vikings, because of Zimmer, have this daunting defense. And, you know, from an opponent-adjusted grade perspective, they've been fine. Um, They're right on the cusp of being a top 10 uh, or yeah, top 10 defense. Um, but the Carolina Panthers, I think their defense really beat up on some bad teams and they haven't been as good. I mean, they face the second easiest schedule through the first three weeks. And same thing for the Minnesota Vikings. And, and the shine has come off of that a little bit. So you think about duos in terms of receivers and you've got Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore, and then you've got Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. I think that's something to be taken advantage of. Cameron Dantzler, um, is on the reserve COVID list. Rashad um, Breeland um, can't get COVID because he's never within six feet of an opposing player. Ding! So. Do we have we have this panel here at some point? I've got to get some like <laughs> yeah. noise for your jokes that are amazing. But like the, the the this this is overcorrecting for the fact that the Vikings gave up seventeen points to the Lions, mm-hmm. fourteen points to the Browns, and seventeen points to the Seahawks. I can assure you. That the Detroit Lions, if they were a functioning football team, scores 35 on the Vikings. They moved the ball in the air. Um, Quintus Cephas got hurt. The, the, the wide receivers were like Khalif Raymond and like uh, Anthony Tresh in that game. Um, hey. the, the Browns moved the ball really well on the Vikings. It was like 200 yards on the ground. Um, and, and Baker, they went for a lot of fourth downs in the red mm-hmm. zone. Baker was kind of terrible. Like, there, there were wide receivers running all open all that game. Like, you look at the Vikings, I think that they – Obviously, from a points allowed perspective, have been great the last two weeks, but I don't think, and this is a modest total. Like, this is a modest total. So I think you can jump on that. McCaffrey's questionable to play. Anthony Barr got back last week, looked like shit. Like, if they have him, like, out in cover. Hey, we said we weren't going to fucking curse anymore. <laughs> Sorry. So, so I think whether McCaffrey plays or not is probably Shaq Thompson, a linebacker for. Panthers probably their best defensive player other than Brian Burns mm-hmm. with a foot questionable, you know, probably did not practice today, probably will be out. Yeah. So, you know, and in whether Cook plays or not is immaterial. Alexander Madison has been great in the two He's starts along aside from that fumble that he had last week. So this is a this is probably, in my opinion, the the biggest bet I'm going to make on a side or total, not not a proper or maybe a teaser, but I like this one the most. Okay. I also like an over quite a bit. Um, and this is Bengals-Lions in Detroit. <laughs> yeah. uh, total 47.5. Spread is now Bengals by 3.5. Yeah. It was 3. And at 3, I would be inclined to bet the Cincinnati Bengals. At 3.5, you're not, you know, you're losing if they win by 3. I'm not, I'm not about that. Okay? We've talked about this before. If you're here, if you've been with us, you know. Okay? Yep. But. We had Dan Campbell. Here's what I want to. Here's what I want to leverage. You watch Dan Campbell's post game press conference. Yeah, man. He's, the he's man broken up. Man was broken up. Okay. Yeah. That Lions team is gonna be fired the hell up on Sunday, yeah. and they think. Look, they're zero and five. They're three and two against the spread. This team has overperformed. They have been a joy to bet on. A, a lovely team to watch if you're betting on them. They're gonna come out firing here. And the Bengals' defense is not one that is going to get in the way of the greatest covering show on turf, which is Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions. And the Detroit Lions are not going to get in the way with their 32-ranked P. 
PFF opponent adjusted graded defense in the way of Joe Burrow with an 85.4 PFF grade, a 121 passer rating when clean. Yeah, I my only concern here is how bad Jared Goff has been. You stop it. He's been cover he's been a covering machine. Yeah. The I I think this game is like 42-14. And so yeah, I think it goes over, but I also think laying the points with the with the Bengals is a smart move. Um when you look at Detroit, the, the the concerns I have is obviously Cephas, who was probably their best receiver through through a couple weeks, collarbone, IR, Frank Ragnow, the center, toe, IR, mm-hmm. um, you know, Hawkinson, knee, questionable. Like, I I get concerned about the, the, the and it was sort of the same thing now. Of course, I'm wrong because we talked about Jets, uh, Jets, Falcons. We said these two, like, these defenses are really bad, but how much can the offenses take advantage yeah. of it? And I worry about Detroit here because, like, you're talking about a negative EPA team, both run and pass. I, I think I think you're on the right track. Oh, in thank that, you. In that the Bengals can score in this game. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if then you take the Bengals being able to score, home field advantage being basically nothing, indoors, and add that to the reason to go with Burrow and the and the Bengals to cover the number. Like that to me, I think maybe you still but, like it at three and a half. Okay. But my my issue again with Detroit is why is this number only three and a half? It's because the market is giving a lot of respect to a team that's covered the number a lot. Mm-hmm. And to me, if if that's the like I think I think these things equilibrate, right? So mm-hmm. like if Detroit covers a bunch of numbers, you know, maybe it's better to bet the other side, especially I you know, the, the reason is just like we make the number four and a half. So, you know, and, and there's not a ton of value from four and a half to three and a half, but I will still take it. Okay. Before we get back to the rest of the games, if you are looking for a place to wager on the games, and I'm sure you are, and you should be, and looking for a good place that will pay you back when you win all of your money, thanks to us two brilliant people. Go to DraftKings, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and use the promo code PFF. Here's what you do. When you use that promo code, you bet just $1 on any NFL game. You'll win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. There has not been a 0-0 tie in my lifetime, and even though you're older than me, not in your lifetime either. 1943, last time it happened. They have great same-game parlays. DraftKings always has some good odds boost, huge cash prizes, great place to go bet. And it's going to be, look, going to be up to you ultimately but ultimately. i have i have faith in you go to DraftKings sportsbook use promo code pff you must be 21 or older new jersey indiana pennsylvania only new customers are the ones that are eligible minimum five dollar deposit one wager one dollar wager required one per customer restrictions apply to DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details here gambling problem code 1-800-GAMBLER now you go gamble you win you got this money you're like mm-hmm. what should i do now what should i do now but dig a hole in your backyard and bury it mm-hmm it or seems like a it seems like a solid way, you and know, then, given inflation rates currently. Yeah, and then hope it grows into a beautiful tree, or go to Western and Southern Financial Group, put your money in there, and then watch it grow for real because mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't gonna actually grow into a tree. I hope you guys know that Western and Southern has a playbook, regardless of what you're looking for. If you're trying to buy a home, you're trying to start a family, um, you know whatever it is, you just want to make your money grow. Western and Southern can help you out. Go to WesternSouthern.com slash pff and get a game plan built for you for you speaking of built for you you know what's built for you what the lawnmower 4.0 <laughs> you in if particular you, look if you were not if you had too much going on for lawnmower 3 yeah manscape 
went the extra mile, maybe just the extra inch, but the extra mile for you. Lawnmower 4.0. I mean, it's great. I, I've said this, I say this every time people ask me, they go like, because I get, you know, people come to me all the time. Yeah, they're like, like, listen, buddy, I hear you're talking about this manscape thing, but you can't really be serious. And then you know what I do? I reach into my backpack and I pull out the lawnmower 4.0. I travel with it everywhere. They act, it actually comes with a nice little travel bag, which I appreciate. Yeah, nice, um, nice. And uh, again, I'll just run through them. The battery life, sensational. The blade, safer. And there's a light now. So you're all good to go. It is something that I use. I would not ask you to use it and to, you know, protect yourself in the way that I am asking you to protect yourself, unless I use it myself. Go to manscaped.com, use promo code PFF, get yourself a lawnmower 4.0. Don't look like a doofus ever again. 20% off with that promo code at manscaped.com. And now back to the games. Uh, where would you like to go next? Um, okay. Uh, oh, we don't have it anymore now that it's three. Um, oh, I know what this was. Yeah, I liked I liked Cleveland. Um, I think Cleveland at two and a half. If you can get it at two and a half, let's, it's a solid let's, pick. let's talk about this game. The Arizona Cardinals, five and zero. Oh. Now, we on Sunday did our power rankings of teams. I um, am willing to put my foot down, uh, lay it all on the table, and say that yeah, I think the Cardinals are a borderline top five team, but I don't have them as one of the top four, and I don't think that's a sin. Being undefeated does not mean that you are the best team in the NFL, a la the Pittsburgh Steelers of last year, right? Yours truly was just absolutely drug up and down the field by people on Twitter for how could you not respect the 10 and 0 Steelers? Well, you saw why. Now, the Cardinals are not the Steelers. Let me be very clear. But I still am of the opinion that it takes Kyler Murray being an absolute superhero for them to be really good. And that is not the case with some of the, uh, these other teams. The Browns, I think, are an interesting in an interesting position because they're on the flip side. Where it's like Baker is never a superhero, but somehow their team continues to play really well because Stavinsky yeah. has a is a great coach. They have great players on defense. Miles Garrett is superhuman. So this is a really interesting matchup. And I will just add, before I get your take on it, that Kyler was rotating his shoulder a little bit at the end of this, the Niners game. They beat a terrible Trey Lance-led team by only seven. It, it, they probably shouldn't have covered that spread. They probably should have lost outright. The yeah. Niners missed fourth down after fourth down after it was, fourth it down. It was a disaster. They also had a, a goal line play. They didn't quite get there. We have Arizona, as I kind of predicted, as the fifth-ranked team in our power rankings. Yeah, I think Cleveland. it's fair. And I think it's fair. I think it's great. That's, by the way, way better than we thought they would be. And, and the um, Cleveland Browns are three. So... What was in, the reason we liked? What was the reason we liked Niners last week? Was their run game? Hmm. The run game for the Cleveland Browns is the most robust run game in the entire league, right? And you know Arizona, you know is going to give up plays because their linebackers are young. Their defensive line is great. Like JJ Watt's playing great so far. Mm -hmm. um, so is Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones had you know was is banged up a little bit, missing some practice. COVID nineteen uh, list. You have Murray with the shoulder. Max Williams, who's been a great tight end for them, tore his ACL last week. He's yeah. out. DeAndre Hopkins has an illness. Like, I mean, let's be real. The only injury on the Cardinals that you look at is Kyler Murray with yeah. the shoulder. If Kyler Murray's shoulder, and it's his throwing shoulder, yeah. is not is not great, then I will take the Browns. And I, and I think Murray is 
better than Mayfield, but can oh, I offer a mile? But can I offer a little bit of of possibility for regression? So Murray and Mayfield are basically they basically have the same pass rating when clean. Hmm. Um, they basically have the same turnover worthy play rate. Murray has three percentage points higher big time throw, and Murray when under pressure has a one ten rating. Mayfield has a thirty six rating. To me, we know that. Turnover-worthy plays are more stable than Big Ten throws. We know that passer rating when under pressure is less stable than when clean. Like, if you see some statistical regression with Murray, that's probably going to go in the in towards the mean, which is down. Yeah. If you see some statistical regression with Mayfield, Mayfield's already been hurt, right? And like, so right. at, at at anything, he's probably going to get better. I I think you might. I, again, I don't think these quarterbacks are equal, but I think that they will become more equal than what we've seen okay. over over time. And as mm -hmm. such, I, I think Cleveland is the right side here. Um, okay. Um, I, I also think this game plays to the under, and and at forty nine and a half, you saw what happened in the game. Go the other a wind. You saw what happened in the game the other day. You and I were cackling because we liked over in that game. And one of the teams reached the total. Right. And we were joking the whole time watching the game together. I uh, like under 46 or whatever the hell it was. I let me. Uh, I, I think this market number overreacts a little bit. Let me to take that. a look here on um, a new a new app prototype that I'm checking out here. Ooh. You know what the winds are going to be on Sunday? 23 miles an hour. Precipitation 48 percent. 60 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. You know where Arizona plays football? Yeah. In the great state of Arizona, in the yeah, desert. Yeah. And you know what Kyler Murray has? Uh, uh, small hands. Small hands. Small hands. Kyler Murray has been the highest graded quarterback under pressure. He has been amazing. Last year, when he got injured, we saw those edge cases where he was great, where he was always sensational, really fall off a cliff. Um, a cliff, pun intended. <laughs> I expected you to get that one, okay? I, I like it. Um, and... And so in this situation, I am with you. Miles Garrett, by the way, is a freak of nature. He's got a 90 PFF grade. And he is facing potentially the great Kelvin Beecham, who I think has been decent in, in pass protection. I think. And, you know, a, a DJ Humphreys has been fine too. But anytime Miles Garrett lines up across from another tackle, he, he has an advantage. Yeah. So that's one that the, I'd like to press. The one of the most impressive things about the Cliff Kingsbury era in Arizona is how bad their offensive line personnel has been and how much we don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. Well, they get away with it because Kyler Murray is yeah. so damn good. Yep. Okay, I want to transition to the Ravens Chargers game. It's Ooh. the best game. And I what I want to do is actually ask you this question because I've been dying to ask you all week. Kyler Lamar, Herbert. Uh, Lamar's one. So the I've been saying this uh, all week. I think that the interesting thing about the Ravens. Where? It, on your Patreon? No, I, I've been on a bunch of shows, George. Oh, sorry. 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 My bad. But like, Big time yeah, over here. Patreon. <laughs> My sub stack, George. Come on. No. Uh, um, God, I came in. Okay. So. My church blog. What, what would my church blog be called? God help us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, yeah uh, I don't even know. Okay. Um, Thank God. I'm glad you haven't yeah, thought about it. Yeah. Okay. Lamar's one for you. Lamar, Lamar, 
the Ravens have lucked into a natural experiment where they get to see exactly what Lamar's going to look like when he makes so much money that they can't pepper the roster around him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's delivered. He's been great. It, it, it's it's un, unquestioned, right? So, like, give it to – give Lamar – give it give that to Lamar. Herbert, I think, is two. Interesting. Uh, really? Yes. I, I think – I think Herbert's too, and here's one of the reasons why. So I, I sent this to you in our Slack chat. The um, the scheme uniqueness, if you look at the top, top unique schemes, and this is something that we do use in our betting models, and it does correlate with the Vegas spread, Shanahan, McVay, Kingsbury has the third most unique scheme in the NFL, followed by Arthur Smith, Andy Reid, Greg Roman. Do you want me to tell you why it's unique? Joe Lombardi has the least unique scheme in the NFL. Let me tell you why Cliff Kingsbury's scheme is unique. It's uniquely bad. Okay? That's what it is. It's it, it, The reason it's so unique is they don't do things that that people are doing currently because they're antiquated. Like leaving DeAndre Hopkins on a freaking island. Yeah. I, I get that. But I also think that there are some Are you that... sitting here and telling me that Justin Herbert is running a worse scheme than Kyler Murray? I think Justin Herbert is executing is executing more vanilla stuff. I think we're confusing the Brandon Staley wokeness on fourth down with an offense that is brilliant. Okay. I think I think that Justin Herbert is running it is I think Justin Herbert's been more impressive than Kyler Murray because I think Justin Herbert is running Sort of tri- like he's not he's not sleight of handing. Justin Herbert is beating the NFL at at ways in which quarterbacks have beat the NFL yeah. traditionally forever. And and that doesn't mean that I think Kyler Murray is not impressive. I just think when I break the tie, you have the size of Herbert, the arm strength is slightly better. Murray has a hose too. The obviously Murray has the athleticism and and all that, but but Ky- Herbert's no Herbert's slouch, a- athletic no, as hell. Yeah, no slouch there. Murray has more options. In the passing game than Herbert does. Yeah, AJ Green can't discount him. Yeah, Rondell Moore is amazing. But he doesn't freaking play. Uh, he played the other day. Yeah, I mean a little bit. Uh, the and, and again, it's close. But I I think it's close with all three of them. But I would currently go Lamar Herbert. Okay. Murray. Final question before I give you mine: Would you take Josh Allen all, over all three of those? <sighs> All three, I would take Josh Allen third in that list. Wow. Yeah. I knew that was going to be interesting. What's your rationale there? Because what Uh, you're saying, by the way, you'd go Lamar, Herbert, Allen, Murray. By the way, if you have this choice, it's a win, 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 win. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no wrong answer here. Um, I think, I think Josh Allen. I think Josh, it's weird. Why am I saying Josh Allen's distribution is narrower? But I do think it's narrower. Hmm. Like Herbert, I mean. Herbert's looked amazing. Yeah, he absolutely has. And, and Buffalo, Buffalo I do hold in higher regard than the Los Angeles Chargers currently. It, it's trending in the right direction for the, for the Chargers. But um, I, think, I think Buffalo helps out Josh Allen more than the Chargers help out Herbert. I don't know. Like, I, I actually looked at this. It's still a disaster. DeAndre Hopkins snaps in the slot. Seven, eight, ten, seven, five. Fuck. 
<laughs> what are you doing, we Cliff? We said we weren't going to swear anymore. <laughs> we said we weren't going to do this anymore. <laughs> Cliff, that's um, your fault. That's your fault that we're not a family-friendly podcast. Okay. What would you say? I, oh my God. This is one of the hardest um, things here. But I don't think number one is hard. I don't think number one is hard. Lamar Jackson has been freaking amazing this year. And no qualifiers, none, none without the, the one reason you were optimistic about him becoming a better passer was they drafted Rashad Bateman and he has not played yet. And not only that, Sammy Watkins has left games because of injury. You have Hollywood Brown has dropped like four touchdown passes. Now Hollywood Brown has been good. Lamar Jackson is making big time throws at a significantly higher rate than he ever has before. Um, we talk about Kyler Murray's athleticism. Mark Jackson's athleticism is still amazing. And for some reason, and I don't know why, I might guess, he does he gets graded on a curve that the other guys don't. Well, his so this sounds bad, and this is part of the bias that has gone against him all the time. Lamar is so like Justin Herbert, like this Justin Herbert looks like a quarterback. Right. He's He's swole. He's tall. He's got the hair. He, he and and his throws are. There is not a Justin Herbert throw where the ball comes out of his hand. You're like yuck, right? Lamar is thinner. He he he's more athletic than all. You know he runs really fast. He's got all this, and there are some of his incompletions are horrible. are ugly. Yeah, but when you add it all up. I mean, we're talking about the player who's had the the most accurate game of a quarterback who threw from over 400 yards the other day. Mm -hmm. And, like, so we, you have to face facts. The guy, like, it doesn't look the greatest sometimes, and there are some games where, where they struggle. But, like, even think about the playoff game against Tennessee. Like, he didn't throw the ball well. Yeah. And yet, like, he busts a 70-yard touchdown run. Like, no other guy in the league is doing that except for Dan Jones, and that's because Dan Jones, like, can't yeah. throw. You know, like... So, yeah. so I think I think you're right. I don't think it's really close. And I think you know where we I aired in like this idea of like, hey, you know, the COVID thing was something like the 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 vaccination thing was maybe a reason not to buy into him right away. But it you know ultimately he's going to get more expensive. I don't think it matters that much between paying him forty five million and fifty million a year. But I think you know last season was a season where. You know, the quarterbacks have these ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And, like, we just have to remember that, like, the evolution at the quarterback position is not linear for a lot of these guys. Right. And, and we have to make sure that when we see it with Josh Allen, right, for, through four games, he wasn't great this year. Yeah. You know, we, we just have to be able to handle variance a little bit better at the position. And, and that's what the trap I think a lot of us fell into with Lamar, thinking it was still not necessarily a slam dunk that a former MVP could earn this contract. Mm -hmm. And good for him for completely dispelling any of those doubts. Yeah. Okay. So I have Lamar one, and I think it's I think it's pretty definitive for me. I have Josh Allen number two, and for the reason that you just said, Josh Allen came into the season and had a target on his back, and has performed. You know, has figured started to figure it out. Had an incredible game in the biggest of spots against Mahomes and the Chiefs. That matters. Um, third for me. And this is this is the toughest. This is the toughest one, is um, between Herbert and and Murray. 
because both of them have such an interesting situation that they're dealing with. Like Justin Herbert has some great receivers in Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. He has a great uh, coach in, in Brandon Staley. Kyler Murray has athleticism that Justin Herbert doesn't have. And that is particularly exciting. I would, I'm going to lean with Justin Herbert very slightly, very slightly. And here's the reason why. I don't know if this is Cliff Kingsbury. I don't know if it's partially on Kyler Murray, but Kyler Murray has the highest variance, I think, of the group. Where Kyler Murray at his apex, I would take over Justin Herbert, but I'm not confident enough that that apex exists frequently enough. And it's a lot of it is, is injury. Like, what does that do to him when he's a little nicked up? Whereas Justin Herbert has... I have a little more confidence in his ability to sustain really good play. It's so close, and I love them all. We just did like 20 freaking minutes on those four quarterbacks, but we're lucky to have them in the league. Okay, it is Baltimore by three in Baltimore, total 52. It, it actually went down slightly. We had a juice two, three and a half on the Los Angeles Chargers. It is now basically a flat three, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. The Ravens were essentially downgraded for Monday Night Football because... I actually think that's fair. I, I think you look at their defense. Um, you know, they needed Lamar to be Hercules yeah. to eke that out against a not great team at home. Yeah, I thought that. I, let can we pause for a second? Like the the effort that the Indianapolis Colts put out on Monday was, was impressive. A, a game effort, and and I think it's a worst case scenario for them. Um, minus three actually here is. I mean, this is trending to two and a half, right? Mm -hmm. Plus three on pinnacles, minus one thirteen. Um, it's my minus three is plus one hundred three. I think if you like the Ravens, which I mean, I think that it's probably good for us to advise people. Like once this gets two and a half, just bet Ravens because mm -hmm. then now you have a plus three and a half and a minus two and a half, and you just get to enjoy the game. And if it lands three, good for you. Yeah. You have a very good bet on set of bet on bets on your hands. Um, that that to me, I think, is where you you wait here. So just wait. Um, I would say wait also because I like Chargers plus eight and a half as a teaser. Yes, that's true. Like like this this is a very the only issue is is that this game has a high total. Yeah, and but the, these teams both play really close games, so I, I like it. Um, I like this just the narratives around this game. I like I thought our, our quarterback discussion there was good. Um, Where should we go next? Let me give you a game. Please. That I think I, I I want. Okay. Houston plus 10 at Indianapolis. I can't believe I'm saying this. But do you really want to buy the Houston Texans at the top of the market? <laughs> no, but. So there are a couple of things that I took away from that Colts game. That was like the Super Bowl for them. Right? I mean, that Both, well, Houston, I thought just played a random Houston game last week. And Davis Mills was Davis Mills. Has there been a quarterback, a rookie quarterback that's had a better performance against Bill Belichick historically no. than Davis Mills? No, no, Sunday? but, but my point. So interestingly, my point was about the, the Colts there, which is like the Colts are playing a division yeah, yeah. rival. They laid it all out there. That was such a, I mean, they played a perfect game and it just like. You know, they could not get the win. And so now they come in and it's like, oh my God. Yeah. Like kind of defeated here. Let down spot here. Yeah. Well, and the the short, short week, 
the injuries on the on the Colts side. I mean, I saw Darius Leonard try to run that fumble back, and he just like straight up went this, you know, like uh, that was a great pitch. Yeah, it was, that was that was backwards. That was I, I don't get what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, I think my only concern, but it, it's sort of like this is interesting because like it's a Styles make fight situation. Mm-hmm. The, the Houston Texans are a run-first team defensively. It just flows off the tongue. And they're, like, the, the, the guys that they have playing defense are going to stop the run. Like, they want to stop the run. And the the Colts, like, now, I, I'll say this. I've been really impressed with Michael Pittman. I thought that that mm-hmm. has ended up being a good pick for them. Um, but I don't see the Colts being super explosive in the passing game. And I think that the Texans can kind of slow them down a little bit. Plus, like, Brandon Cooks is good. Like, he's a guy that – and, like, they well, they got Chris Conley going the other day. Um, it sounds really bad, but, like, I mean, I don't know. Houston plays hard, man. Plus, over 43.5 seems like a send. I I was going to say that I almost like over 43.5. Yeah, I, okay, let's um, – But I'm I would bet them both. I mean, plus 10, the Colts – are getting I think the Colts are getting a decent amount of credit for playing a close game and like winning that game for most of the game against the, the Baltimore Ravens. They're number 21 in our power rankings. I'm not sure a team that is ranked 21st in a power ranking should have a 10-point advantage against a team that's trying. So right, so like against the Jaguars I can see it, but you know. Yeah. The Jaguars are just trying to get 250 passing yards and 250 rushing yards because that's what Urban Meyer wants. They're playing really it. hard for it. Urban Meyer. Look, there's, it's always a good thing to meet your boss's KPIs for no reason. Yeah, especially when they're really bad. <laughs> um, okay, I am going to give you. Um, I think this is my favorite spread bet of the current at the current moment. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. Oh, this is this is going to be a, a, a rally game. I cannot wait. Freed from the tyrannical mm-hmm. reign. Of John Groot. Mm-hmm. The Las Vegas Raiders getting three and a half points in Denver against Teddy Bridgewater. Theo? I love it. I love everything about it. The they were they are coming off of a really poor performance, which I am sure was impacted by the fact that they knew their boss was on his way out. Yeah. And now they can breathe free. They are the better, better quarterback. Getting points, getting more than three points here. Derek Carr has three x Teddy Bridgewater's big time throw rate. Hmm. I mean, I I don't know what's not to love. I, I like it. I mean, I'm a little nervous about the Las Vegas Raiders secondary. Sure, but yeah, it's called the Las Vegas Raiders secondary. <laughs> but the but the Denver Broncos are. You know, KJ Hamler now on IR. Jerry Judy obviously has been on IR. Um, Albert O, our buddy, uh, is on IR now with hamstring. And that means Noah Kant will be <laughs> the one trying to uh, to catch passes. That was a good one on Sunday. That was good. So, by, so we're sitting here watching the games on Sunday. And I am getting absolutely dogged in my fantasy leagues. And I have Noah Fant's <laughs> bum ass walking around. Love Noah Fant. I'm keeping him. By the way, have I lost hope? Nope. No. No. Nope. Noah Fant permanently is in my lineup. I have faith in you, Noah. But so like he has like nine yards and I'm just losing it because I'm just getting dogged in this matchup. <laughs> and uh, Eric had to tell me, had to stab me with Noah Kant there. 
Okay, three and a half. Total 44, by the way. Yeah, I don't want this total at all because you look at the Raiders, minus 0.34 EPA per run, minus 0.21 Denver run. And both teams, like, I feel like in this game, are going to want to establish a little bit. You have to. And, and so I like it being close and low scoring and kind of gross. Um, over is obviously the only play you can make because both these quarterbacks are capable of being decent. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a question I have for you. So apparently Mayock had 49% of the personnel decisions where Gruden had 51. Um, and the, now, and now can I ask you how the no, hell no, that no, works? I, look, <laughs> don't, don't step on the punch. So like, and now the new head coach is 49%. Mayock is 51. Do they... Are four, 51% of the Derek Carr games Gruden games and 49% of them Mayock games? Because, like, I feel like that's the only explanation for why we get MVP candidate Carr. Mm-hmm. And then we get, like, I, Derek, Carr, Derek Carr the last two games has been, like... It hasn't been great. Absolute. We're, yeah, we're, re, we're rebounding. Yeah, yeah. But, like, so now you get this new... So the, the issue I have with, with, with um, the Raiders... And I think why and I've gotten this question from a few people in the betting community, like, what do you think about this number and all this? Because the Raiders on early down play action rate early in games, 13.5%. The next worst team is the LA Rams, 24.6%. The team that runs play action second worst in the league runs it almost twice as much as the Raiders. Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Easy fix. There's a number of easy fixes for this Raiders team that I feel like they could just go through and actually like implement and they'll be better. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's a good take. I I just I, to me, I don't think and I've been a big Gruden fan. I've always thought Gruden did a better job of calling plays in his that yeah. and the numbers suggested yeah, that. Yeah, that's this, that's age well. Yeah. Through three weeks. That was Yeah, it was looking great. Yeah. But but of course now he's uh, you know, his emails, emails. turns out emailing, uh, with Bruce Allen, not great. Yeah. Not great for your future. Um, so, so that, so that's something. And then I think the, I think Denver, look, if you were to tell me, okay, would you rather take the next bunch of games with Bridgewater knowing now that all the shine is off or Derek Carr, who we kind of know is going to be what he is. I would take Carr a yeah, little bit agree. more than I would take Bridgewater. Agree. Um, Okay. Do you have any others that you'd like to bring up? Uh, I I think I think that's it there. I mean, I do I do think I have a bet that will measure the size of your balls. By the way, okay. Are you willing to bet the Seattle Seahawks plus five in Pittsburgh? Yes, I I think I will actually. Geno Smith. I will. I think I think the two ballsiest bets, and now the one's gone actually. If you took New England at plus four against Dallas at home. And then you take Seattle on the road plus five in Pittsburgh on Sunday football. You are a sicko, but I respect the hell out of you. Yeah. The the earn <laughs> earn your fellow betters respect bet of the week is the <laughs> Seattle Seahawks and the New England Patriots. I don't know if you watched that that clip of the live show where I was like, <laughs> where I, I was like the James Winston one. No, the uh, the the Russell Wilson one where they where no. I said like I said. It would because Sam Sam Monson's like like hot take of the week was that Seattle wasn't going to make yes, the playoffs. I did see that, and I was just like, what "The fuck!" The only way that Seattle is any good is out of spite. Pete Carroll and company like run no. a woke offense for Geno no. Smith. Geno Smith is good. I was impressed with what he did. Anyways, uh, what do you want to go with for lock of the week? Let's do okay. So I'm going to propose a little bit of a teaser mm. situation. 
I I want to tease Tampa. So here's the thing. On Pinnacle, Tampa minus seven is plus 106. So you're basically getting more of a six and a half. So let's go Tampa down to 0.5. And then let's go. And this is where I want uh, your guidance. Okay, mm. Your guidance here. Do we either go Chiefs down to, to 0.5? which I do kind of like. I don't think there's any way they lose to the Washington football team. If they do lose to the Washington football team, it's over, right? Like, yeah. And not, and that that's a bad way to bet. You don't bet a game because the team needs it, right? Like, you know, that, that's... Okay, so what's your other option? The other option is... Um, the other option would be Detroit up... Well, so no, 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 no not Detroit. It would, be, it would be Arizona up to, two, up to eight and a half, would it not? But the, is that is that two and a half now? That Arizona's at yeah. Three. So so you're more talking. Uh, and is this the game even up with um, with LA Charger? Yeah, the Chargers. The Chargers up to eight eight and a half would be the other one, right? Yeah, but that's at three right now. Yeah, but it's at it's a it's an expensive three that you might get down to two and a half. Sorry, I missed reading this. It's late. It's yeah, um, it's late. It's six thirty. Yeah. So that is pretty late, though. The other one that you that that that. You could like, although you're teasing through zero here. Buffalo is now at minus six, um, but you don't want to tease through zero. That zero yeah. is not worth anything. The the other thing, I, I also do think Tennessee plus six is a live dog in, in Monday Night Football. I think you're overvaluing Buffalo. I don't think Tennessee's good, but Tennessee wasn't good last year, and they beat the breaks right. off of Buffalo. So, like, I think the best teaser of the week is Chiefs laying a half a point, Bucks laying half a point, God help us all. Basically a money line parlay between Chiefs and Bucks. Okay. I, I do like it. Do you not like the over in either Cincinnati, Detroit, Houston, Indy, or Minnesota, Carolina? Minnesota, Carolina and Pinnacle is now 45 and a half. So we're getting even a better number there than we were before. Um, but the, the, that means that 46 is getting market resistance to the under. Mm -hmm. Um I would be in favor. I don't like the Detroit one just because I just don't know if Detroit's going to be able to move the ball against okay. the Bengals like the defense. Like Bengals defense. Okay. Um, I don't think Jared Goff can move it on air sometimes. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but I do like Minnesota, Carolina. Um, let me, let, let's briefly look at what Charlotte's weather looks like. That's a good take. Um, hey, check it out right here. 70, no precipitation, 11-mile-per-hour wind. So perfect weather in Charlotte. Um, Carolina thus far this season, however, let me look at this to, for a second. Um, Carolina, I believe, other than the Dallas game, has played every game to the under so far. Just like the Chargers had. Just like week. the Chargers had last week. So maybe, okay, let's do it. I like it. Vikings, Panthers. The Vikings have never let me down before. Ever. I was just <laughs> trying to get you to bet on a bet on a, a an over a total. Oh man, I know. But the thing is, do we go away from the, the teaser on Thursday? It was the right It bet. adds a little bit of juice to it. It adds it? a little bit of juice. Let's do the teaser. All right. Chiefs. There it is. So Chiefs. The great state of Kansas. Bucks. I love the, the way you show the way you're showing people. It's just incredible. You must have been a teacher in a past life. Lock of the week: Tampa Bay Bucks teased with the Kansas City Chiefs, both down to a half point. I'm sure they won't let us down. And if you don't like that, there's like 80 other bets that we talked about. That was our podcast. We'll be back on Sunday night live. We love you all. Peace. In the dark, you
Thank you.